There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Oh, yeah, Caddy joins us each and every week here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, good morning, sir. It is a good morning. Okay. Glad to hear that. Good morning, gentlemen. It's usually some sort of elaboration on that, but we're going to let that slide. So, hey, Bob and I have been discussing something kind of interesting today. You, You know, Jordan Spieth got DQ'd last week. And for, for uh, signing an incorrect scorecard. And it did bring out a bit of a firestorm discussion amongst golf purists, average golf fans, and general sports fans. And the consensus is either signing your scorecard is an integral part of the game and sh- you shouldn't mess with it, or it's antiquated, outdated with today's technology. Everybody knows what the scores are already, and there's no need to uh, t- for this whole disqualification. I guess there is a third slight adjustment to that, and that is this signing of the card is integral, but the penalty of disqualification is a little too harsh. What, where do you fall along that line? Yeah, so... Um Everybody, everybody does not know what the score is. So only the golfer knows because he doesn't know if he's incurred a penalty, a ball's moved while he was playing. So until he attests his card, you, you don't know what the score is, even if you're right there watching him in the group, if he doesn't say something, you know. So that's, that's number one. Um, so, so you kind of have to keep the, the signing the card thing going. That's one reality, but I really don't think that there should be um, penalties and things like that at the tour level for mistakes. I, they, they've already figured out if a, someone incurs a penalty they didn't know about a day after, you know, and they find out about it a day after you've signed your card and turned in, and you don't get you don't get disqualified anymore. So that that was kind of a nice common sense change to the rule, but uh, yeah, I guess. Um, like, let's look at specifically at, at, at Jordan Spieth's situation. Did he just simply sign for a, for a three when he made a four? Yeah. It was that simple and then walked away. And then and came back. It? He came back and realized he had made a mistake, but he had already left the scoring area. And so ah, he was gone. Okay. And, and Justin so, Thomas so, came, came on and said, Justin Thomas made a clarification, said that Jordan Spieth – was going to have some type of a situation for an as far as an accident was concerned, <laughs> and so he ran out of the scoring area real real quick, and then figured out what was going on and came back. Yeah, if anything could distract you, that would be it. But he could have always not signed the card and then come back. Yes, um, that's true. But are are you? But but that's. I mean, you got to consider. Are are you thinking? that clearly at that particular urgent moment in time. Probably That's not. Exactly you're right. thinking you clearly, have, but you're thinking clearly about something else. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely thinking clearly and you're focused on one thing. There's one goal, <laughs> just one. You have one job, just one job and you better get it done because he's yep. wearing white pants. Is he not? He's always wearing white pants. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. Get the, you the know, it's interesting. Pants. My dad always said, okay, if you sign for an incorrect scorecard, whether it's a shot or not, you get disqualified. 
But if you sign for a scorecard for a higher score, you have to keep it. That yeah. doesn't make sense, does it? Doesn't. It's absolutely it's an, doesn't. It's an incorrect. Yeah, it's 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 an in, incorrect score. Period. Yep. Right. Whether it benefits you or doesn't benefit you. So. Yeah, that's a little weird on that. But I, I do think that here's the problem, because again, because golf, unlike the way other sports are done, most other sports, um, you do have to, you do have to attest to your score. You do have to do that. And so there's some point in time when you need to put a, a, a limit on when is that set in stone? Cause it has to be set in stone at some point in time. Um, what if you were 72 holes, shoot, it's set in stone. Uh, yeah, you could say, you could say it, it, it's not really, but I don't know. It's, uh, here, here's what I'll, here's what I'll drill down to. When's the last time this happened on the tour? I'm not sure. I would imagine it probably happens on an annual basis pretty regularly. Yeah, but the, the point is that it, it almost never, it essentially never happens. Yeah. And it hardly ever, it hardly ever causes a problem. So, so the question you have to always do uh, benefits of changing things. Is there a good compelling reason to change this just because it happens once in a blue moon? And what about other problems that might cause if you can do it? So I would argue that's pretty simple. Um, there's no real compelling reason to change. It did stink what happened to him, literally. Probably. Ah, there it is. But uh, <laughs> you knew it had to happen. Yeah. Can't go this whole show without having something you got to edit out. You know, that's right. Always something you got to edit out with the caddy. Yeah. I, you know, He's I appreciated the club. Grandma. I appreciated that he owned it. And didn't make a big deal about it. It was unfortunate. Yep. But um I mean it's not like a Roberto De Vicenzo situation, right? I mean that there yeah. are some there are some tragedies out there. I, I, I like to go back to what you said. I'm on I'm on board with attesting the score because to your point, maybe you moved a ball, maybe something happened that you needed to uh, call a penalty on yourself. And again, if that's the but but my assumption is is that most players or all players are trying to be honest and not trying to get away with things. So this would discredit some players that have are no longer on the PGA tour. But um, I, I think you ought to, you ought to still have to attest to your card. I'm not sure that disqualification is the right penalty and incorrect is also signing for too high of a score. So there ought to be something maybe addressed with that. But uh, at the end of the day, especially on the PGA tour, maybe it's a local rule that, protects the integrity of the event from not losing one of your star players. Maybe it's a flagrant type thing. Maybe it's a scoring situation where, Hey, if you've had a, a scorecard, you know, it's a flagrant penalty one. And if you have a second scorecard issue, it's a penalty two and you're disqualified or something like that in it within a season. So that that doesn't allow for someone to, you know, to try to be a perpetual, you know, problem with scorecards or something like that. So I, I don't know. Th those are my thoughts. It's, it seems like it's somewhere in the middle there. I think that why not change the, maybe you do change the penalty from DQ to one or two shots or something. The more interesting thing though, and speaking of things that may get cut before the show goes to final, um, I really want to know, I want, I, I want to know about the conversation 
because as we know, Spieth and Greller are always having interesting conversations, or at least Spieth <laughs> is having a conversation. At least Spieth is that. What's the conversation that ensued when they left the scoring area quickly? Because you know Greller was going with it because Spieth's not, he's not doing anything without Greller. So I need to know yeah. what was the what kind of questions was he asking at that time? Michael, what do you like here? Oh, uh, well, Jordan, come on! I like the handicap. Or, I like the handicap stall at the end. Yeah, um, it's looking. Michael, how did yeah. you let me do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael, my. I should have I I should have used three squares, not two. Come on, Michael. <laughs> Are we done now? I mean, are we done? No, we're, we got to be done. It's we're four, Bob, you know, we're fourteen <laughs> years old. We, that's what happens. There's there's a part of male development that ends at age fourteen, and it has to do with the subject we're okay. on. Okay, right all right. Well, then let's change the subject. How about that? How about that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Okay. So, jeez. <laughs> Uh, all right, Caddy, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. Cause we were also, we, we got talking about the masters, which is a fun topic, right? Because we have special invites, uh, that have been announced. The, the media book has been released and which is, uh, the media guide, which is awesome. And, uh, we've been going through it. And one of the things that came out is that they lengthened hole number two, pink dogwood, 10 yards, and they shit uh, for the masters tees and they shifted the tee box to the left. So what, what's your opinion on that change, making that whole 585? Probably a good change. Um, if it's to the point where you've got lots of guys firing five, six, seven irons in there, then I think that's a good change. So. But what about off the tee? What, what does that do or what does that promote? My contention is it makes it a little bit easier to sling one down there right to left, but it discourages the guy who's going to hit driver off the tee that fades the ball. Yeah, well, if you're pushing it back and left, it does make it, it – so missing it left there is, is what you don't do. Uh, for, for those who have not been uh, – able to walk down that fairway even if you spectate that hole you don't know it's it's a super steep hill when you go a little left of the fairway it's a very steep hill down to that creek to that yep. hazard area and you don't you don't want to miss it left so it takes that out of play to a greater degree because you're shooting away from it even though you're hooking it you're you're teeing off away from the creek at the angle so yeah that makes it probably a little kinder a tee shot even though it's longer so and and again, yeah, it, it favors the right to left player. So, one of but the I, other th- I like the change. Yeah, I think it's a good change. I, I think it'll it'll bring that bunker a little bit more into play. And like Bob said, it definitely challenges the players that are trying to fade a driver off there because you you have to hit it out. You have to have a pretty big. You have to hit a pretty big uh, hook or or come up straight, Wrong. right? If you're going to fade it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to fade it, you're going to have to lay up short of that bunker. So, Hey, uh, the other thing that came out of this is one of the media guys pointed out on Twitter that, uh, tiger has never eagled number two. Sure enough. I went back and look at it and, uh, yeah, no Eagles in competition for tiger woods at number two. Is that, that's pretty surprising. You know, uh, 
my guess is right before he goes to sleep at night and he looks in his closet and he sees how many green jackets does he have now? Five? Four? Four pieces of crystal. And he probably doesn't lose any sleep over the fact that he's not eagle number two. Okay. I don't think that's on he his has, mind. He has five, he has five green jackets. You're right. I'm not I'm not okay. suggesting Tiger's stressed about it. It was just a little surprising. You would think that Tiger's probably eagled all of the par fives there multiple times. I just thought it was a little surprising. That's true, but more importantly, do you think Tiger's gone through the in and out drive through wearing the jacket? Like Bill <laughs> with the Krispy Kreme drive through? Uh, I would say Did no. He, I would say not if he saw Phil do it first. He's not going to copy it, right? He's not going to. He's going to set his own bar. This he's is all you need to know about those two. Those two people. One of them seeks attention, and one of them seeks anonymity. So there you go. That's correct. Mm. You know, speaking of of celebrities and how they handle being celebrities, I love the line that I think Arnold Palmer's best friend and manager said about him. He said Arnold Palmer just really enjoys being Arnold Palmer. And what a nice thing to have in your DNA. Um, when you're that popular a celebrity, but you love all the people coming up to you who are excited to meet you. And you're really genuinely happy to meet them all the time. You got the impression that's what Mr. Palmer was like. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. That would be, Yep. you know, that sounds, when you just sit here and you're not, and who is in that world? A handful of people. But you sit here and you think, oh, yeah, well, how hard is it to be nice to someone who's coming up to ask an autograph? Well, try going out to dinner every night of your life and having 74 people come up to ask you for your autograph every single time you sit down to go eat. It's, 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 it's difficult. Um, there's a lot of perks that come with it, but there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, you lose a lot of freedom for sure. You're yep. kind of in a, you're, you're in a super nice prison. It's really nice. But have we talked about, I, I must've brought up my story about the rain delay or fog delay we had at Tory one time. And I was talking with Tiger about, about this subject. And he mentioned how his boat was named privacy because, and he loved it because when he gets on his boat, nobody can get, you know, it's private. There's nobody yeah. can get to him on the boat. Um, and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know what the caddy says, never feel sorry for anybody who owns their own private jet. <laughs> or their own private yacht. Or both. Caddy, good stuff as always, yeah. man. We appreciate it. Thanks for taking some time to join us and uh, have a great weekend, huh? I will. Thank you, gentlemen. You too. There you go. Wow. That was, uh, that was very good. I think I, that when he responds wow. like that, I think he has more to say, but we've just, we've ended his, his session a little too soon, but we'll bring him back next week. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. That was the caddy yeah. right here on real golf radio.